Hey guys, we got an exciting one for you today. Sam Bankman Freed, also known as SBF, also known as Sam Bankman Fraud. He took the stand in the trial finally, finally. for FTX. And he got brutally spanked by the prosecution. Just his little hiney turned red. Is the that right? The auto workers union strikes a deal, a historic deal with the car companies. We're going into it. We're going. We're going into all the things they won, how they did it, what's next. Yeah, because uh, they're 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 not just stopping there. They 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 got their the UAW has their sights set elsewhere. They're going to be striking all over the damn place. Also, are electric vehicles really the future? Because they're kind of maybe not after all. That's. Pretty awkward, if you ask me. Jesus. Plus, the guy who played Chandler died. Taylor Swift is a billionaire. And uh, Gavin Newsom knocked down a little Chinese kid. So hit that intro. I'd like to try to sell something to you. I like the breadsticks. I like the breadsticks. Breadsticks. Mix. Mix. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, episode 20 of Pay Pigs. We got a very special one. Much to discuss. God, we got so much. All right, let's just hit it right off the bat. Matthew Perry died. What do you think about that? In a hot tub. Could I be dying in any more Hollywood way? Dude. (laughs) Whoa, you got to give him, like, you got to... You gotta let the rigor mortis set in first, at the very least. Can you not do that? I think it's. I think it's funny. I think it's fine, and I think him being a comedic actor would probably appreciate. I mean, that's the thing, folks. That's a tribute. It is. It's, <laughs> it's a tribute. Uh, they still don't know what killed him. Um, it, it is terrible because he he was a he was a really brilliant. You know, he made like ninety six million dollars from Friends. Yeah, that checks out. That's insane. I remember it being such huge news when when I was a kid that it ended. No, no, when when it was oh they got a million an episode. Y- yeah, yeah. The the and it, it. I remember the media made it seem like they were greedy or something. It's like no nah, man, they they know what they're worth. Their agents are working for them. You know a thing or two about that, don't we? Yeah, we're getting a million an episode. Yeah, we're getting a million dollars <laughs> per episode. <clears throat> Speaking of making a million dollars, Taylor ta- Swift. Ma- our girl Taylor Swift <laughs> is just, now a billionaire. We got to give her a. I got to give her the, you know how sometimes they, they do the salute that's like, it, it's the normal salute, but then sometimes they do, do it like this. normally they do it with their left hand? I don't know. I'm just doing oh. it for the camera. My dad's screaming right now. Oh, Watch I bet. It. I bet. Mr. DeRosa, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm, I'm, no, I'm saluting like this. Oh, yeah, I'm doing cool. it even more fucked up so that it pisses him off even more. She, she just hit billionaire status, which is wild. Oh, How do we feel about that? I think that it's I think that it's solid because she did it all on her own. Like like from just her from just her art. She didn't create a lipstick. I like that. Period. No headphones. Most 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 women get billionaire status by making lipstick. That's usually how it goes. It's usually Also, I think I was surprised by the break, you know, they had a little breakdown of, you know, touring, music, whatever, mm-hmm. and they had, they had her Spotify numbers or whatever it was like a hundred something million just from spotify yeah wouldn't you think it'd be more i actually am surprised that it's that much a hundred million yeah because they make like point zero zero one. i know but she streams so much also yeah. it's just like what a bad well, fucking she, deal she stays very She's well hydrated of... she streams you know it's a little too early in the episode for a pp joke huh probably this week but uh so <laughs> You know what's wild is she could just do she could just keep doing these damn tours and just get all all the way up to super billionaire status. She'd park it all in Apple and collect dividends for the rest of her life and not do shit. I mean, the demand is so great. Oh yeah, she could she would never run out. She I could would go. Do, she could do Taylor. She could. I kind of wish I went to the Aero Store. Well, you still can, I think. Isn't it going to go well, on? I'm not like, going to Tennessee. I missed the LA oh, show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to travel for it. What is she, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. I would go to Japan. Who we're wishing a speedy recovery to. From what? What did he do? He had to cancel a bunch of tour dates. He has some, I don't know. He's like 75. You know, yeah. these things happen. I saw, but he's rescheduling. We'll see him. Speaking of, of um, 
I was going to say Obama. Speaking of Bruce Springsteen, I saw one of the Obama daughters just around the corner at that fancy place. You know that fancy hotel? You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I just don't like when you link Springsteen and Obama. Well, because they had that podcast. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about the podcast on this podcast. Homies or whatever it's Renegades. called. Renegades. Renegades, yeah, that's we love right. When, oh, jeez. <laughs> we love when the Jesus. most wealthy musician and uh, the president called themselves Renegades. Renegades, yeah. <laughs> I drove by and I saw, I saw her head and I was like, oh, that person looks familiar. I was on my scooter, and then I was like, "Oh shit, that's the uh, one of the Obamas." Are you sure? Positive. She didn't have like, 100%. Did she have security. Nope. Mm. Nope. She was waiting outside of the valet. Maybe the security was right there, but uh, I don't know. You should try to kidnap her, and then be like, "I was just checking." Yeah, I was just joking. I'm joking. I should have. She must have security. Yeah. Well, she had a boyfriend, so boyfriends are security. And speaking of Taylor Swift, I just wanted to show everybody that my younger brother looks like Travis Kelsey. Did or you so clear I this thought. with your younger brother? Did I what? Clear this with your younger no, brother? No, but I don't give a shit. I don't um, think he looks that much like him. I, when I first saw this, I thought it was him. I was like, what the fuck was Travis Kelsey doing on my shit? Kind of looks like him. He's got that vibe. Well, yeah, go to the I'd next one. So. Is the next one Travis Kelsey? Uh, the next one is probably them laughing in another way. Yeah. See, I will say, I don't want to give notes on someone's Instagram post, but you should do the comparison you give the point of reference for oh yeah doing, but you know I mean? i'm not gonna do that you know I, no, no no they should have done it oh yeah 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 this yeah. was a uh damn look at that smile look at my brother man wait what the fuck does he have hair growing he's got hair <gasps> my brother's been bald for a long time and he's got a little hair growing oh i gotta talk to him that's 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 messed up that he didn't let any of us know Anyway, the other news is that Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, went to China and he knocked down a little Chinese kid. Did you see it? You didn't see this? Oh, brother, brace yourself. So who knows why? Nobody's really sure why because they didn't tell us. But um, he's in China and I think he's doing – a lot of people are saying he's gearing up to run for president. But Of um, China. <clears throat> of China, yeah. He's giving Xi Jinping – I love saying Xi Jinping. It's just, it just rolls off the tongue. Fuck. I know. But uh, this is him trying to juke out and break the ankles of this kid and watch what happens. <laughs> wow, he's Some not awkward good moments that. during Governor Newsom's China trip over the weekend. He was showing off his basketball moves. <laughs> oh my God. Governor Newsom's China trip over the weekend. He was showing off his basketball moves. Oh, that's what I call a China trip. For the. <laughs> <laughs> For the audio listener, uh, imagine Gavin Newsom, who's famously, he looks like a, a Batman. He looks like a Batman mayor. He looks like a villain Batman mayor. He looks like a president from Central Casting. Yeah, he really does. He, he's a politician. By, by the way, look at them. Look at those butt cheeks. <laughs> and he, 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 uh, he goes to juke a little Chinese boy, and um, he's, he slips, and he just like totally falls on the ground oh, with him. Oh. And uh, then they just kind of lay there, and he plays it off perfectly. He, he like, does that role. He hugs is... the guy, and he hugs the little guy, and he goes, "There you go, you little Chinese kid." The and, role is really good. Yeah, he pats him, and he like holds him, and he gives him a a slap on the lower back, real close to that kid's ass. If I got, if I do say so. Also, he cannot uh, finger a basketball. Uh, whoops. <laughs> he can't spin it on his spin finger. It, spin it on his finger. What's that move called? Spinning it on your finger around the world or whatever. I had a dream. I was talking to a guy about Patrick Ewing and the New York Knicks in the 90s. What's that about? What kind of fucking ESPN-ass dreams are you having? <laughs> Same Jeez, dream? Dude. You were telling me you were getting rid of your truck and getting a brand new car. I was like, that's so unlike you. Why? I and did? You're like, it's just time. I, I had a dream where I was getting rid of my no, car? This was my dream. You also... Wow, dude. Two yeah. dreams, one night. God. You know what they call that? Plain-ass economic dreams. My friend is getting a new car in his dream. In my dream. I just found it odd. Maybe it was because it was your birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday. Everyone say happy birthday, Ben. Everybody say happy birthday. It was October 29th. Thank you, Dylan. And we had a great time. Well, now... Oh, oh, by the way, a little housekeeping stuff. Why don't you go ahead and follow us on socials if you don't? On Instagram. Twitter. Twitter. And now Twitch. Twitch.tv slash paypigspod. That's the big one. We're going to start doing some cool stuff. Yeah. For me, it's been... I played a little mini golf. For Did me, I, it's clicking around going, what, what does this one do? Yeah. No, truly, it's really <laughs> fucking confusing. But I also played Scrabble the other night, or last night. Last night for me, two nights ago, three nights ago for you guys. 
and uh, it was real fun. Fun. So, <laughs> so get it. Get on in there and have some fun with us. Yeah, have some fun. And also go watch the latest uh, Ben and Emil on. It's the Halloween version. Oh yeah. Oh boy, is it a shit show? We debate all sorts of important Halloweeny things, so. such as is it okay to have people piss in your toilet? No, it's not. Never. <laughs> and if they do, just clean up after yourself, Jesus. So let's let's go Philip let's DeFranco mode and let's just get right into it, shall we? Sam Butman, Sam Butman fart. The moment everyone's been waiting for has finally arrived in the Sam Bankman Freed trial. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> and look, a lot a lot of this stuff is coming from people who are actually in the courtrooms. Uh, and I'm so jealous that we do not live in New York and cannot go sit in on these trials. And so <clears throat> when people found out he was going to be testifying, these past few days have been just people waiting eight hours, nine hours to get in there, 4.30 a.m. I think there's about like 21 overflow seats where people can, like for reporters and stuff wow. where they can. And then if you're not in there, you're stuck with the the grainy courtroom camera footage no oh of- oh yeah the stream man so they just let anybody in there no it's press people oh um but like you and i would be able to go we i that's i thought it was still gonna be going on when we because we're going to new york next week and that's i thought right. we could try to get press passes to go uh the but yeah that there's a lot of people in there now um even judge kaplan's wife was going to watch um, his wife, wow. the the mother of the assistant United States attorney Danielle S- Danielle Sassoon. Hmm. I think her mother came to watch. She's the prosecutor, right? Yep. This yeah. is a it's a big deal for everybody. Um, but yeah, and hey, we thought this day may never come because we couldn't get this guy filled with enough Adderall to get on the. They finally got him hopped. <laughs> they finally figured out the right dose to get this guy on the stand, mm-hmm. and it's a very unusual uh, turn of events. He. So I was listening, the, the Wall Street Journal has been sending someone pretty much every day and they've been mm-hmm. kind of recapping what's going on and they all knew he was going to testify and then <clears throat> they didn't get to it till the afternoon. They thought, they thought it wasn't going to happen because all of a sudden the judge sent the jury home and they were like, what the fuck? We're not going to get to see him testify. Why'd they do that? Because SBF is such a freak. He wasn't answering questions directly enough? Well, the, the judge just didn't want to admit evidence that was uh, going to be confusing for the jury. So they said, you know what? Why don't we do a dry run and see how you're going to answer these questions? Right. Because you're a psycho. So he, um, the defense got to ask him his questions. The prosecutor got to cross-examine. And this was all just for the judge. Press and stuff got to stay, but the jury was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was last week. That was last Thursday. And a big part of that was because because he, they wanted to introduce this narrative that um who's they the defense wanted to introduce this narrative that SBF didn't actually do anything wrong or didn't have the required uh intent right. because he was just following what his lawyers had said right that's uh, a big part of the defense is is basically skirting all the blame onto deputies of the company lawyers pretty much everyone but himself right and and mostly there's a quote judge kaplan didn't said a lot of that is not going to be allowed and he he said he's not persuaded by it he said let's assume that somebody robs a bank knocks over walmart whatever and comes upon a large sum of illegally obtained money and the person decides it might be a good idea to salt this away and make sure nobody is going to discover it the guy says let me figure out how to do this. And he goes to a lawyer and he says to the lawyer, I want to buy an expensive condo on billionaires row. And I want to form a limited liability company, which we ought to call gold dust. And I've just, I've got just the apartment. Great name. I've got just the apartment and I'd like you to prepare a contract of sale. And the lawyer is not told where the money came from. Not one word, not one word about why the objective is to hide the money or the source. And the lawyer incorporates or organizes the LLC. The lawyer prepares the contract of sale. The lawyer represents gold dust at the closing. And now the defendant is apprehended. The buyer, the true buyer, in charge with money laundering. And the defense is, well, but I had a lawyer. I had a lawyer who organized the LLC. I had a lawyer who did the contract of sale. I had a lawyer at the closing. And I offer this as evidence that I didn't have a criminal intent in hiding the money. I did just exactly what the lawyer said. And how is that different from what you are trying to do in principle? I'm not saying anything about your client's guilt or innocence. So what did the defense say? No. 
Well, so that's, they don't get to say anything. The judge said, we're not going to allow this to be a part of it. So then on Friday, they took up most of the time um, in front of the jury and basically were allowing him to paint this picture of, you know, I'm just this goofy guy. I didn't know what I was doing. I was only... Uh, yes, I was briefly a part of Alameda, but but left as as uh, I was as, walled off. I was walled off. Yeah. Um, I told. He said that he basically the prosecution is trying to show that SBF lied to the public and to customers when he said that Alameda Research would be treated just the same as any other customer of FTX. You remember that Alameda is the uh, is the hedge fund of sorts, and FTX is the exchange for crypto. And Alameda had access to FTX customer funds that allowed them to uh, maintain a negative. Whereas any other FTX customer would have a negative balance, they'd get liquidated. Alameda had a special privilege that allowed them to go not only go negative, but stay negative and go way the fuck negative. Right. And that's the big, that's like the meat of this. And they're, they're questioning whether SBF acted in good faith. When he promoted FTX, therefore, as a safer and more transparent uh, crypto exchange, including and they they include some of his investments, like paying ten million dollars a year for for a nineteen year contract for naming rights for the Miami Heat arena. It's like if you were really doing what you're supposing that you were doing, which is having this uh, safe and transparent um, exchange, then why weren't you acting accordingly? And the defense is basically trying to position it as they are a legitimate company. They did, they were a legitimate company, excuse me. They did have all of these uh, legitimate business practices. It's just that they made a few mistakes. They just, they fucked up a little bit. A little bit of uwu going Right. Up. Are we not allowed to make a little mistakes? Are we not allowed to? Are we not allowed to lose a few, misplace a few billion dollars? I'm sorry. We, <laughs> I just have, I, 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 I do I have a koala and I have all this wacky hair. I don't have time to get a haircut. That was one of their things. Oh, they so yeah. They, they brought pointed up, out that SBF's got no time to get a haircut. They they also <laughs> there was a lot of very funny moments. So that's the thing. The the Friday was all the defense, uh, and there's another woman, Molly White, who's been going every day. She's a she, she, I think her name is Molly Oxoff on on Twitter, and she's like just a crypto reporter, but and a very fair one. And she's been doing great breakdowns of like every day and she she said about friday a generous explanation of what happened on friday would be that sam bankman fried's defense team was trying to be thorough asking him to redefine terms that had already been described by previous witnesses and letting him ramble about tangentially related topics a less generous explanation would be that they were stalling for time several of fellow onlookers shared a theory that his team was just running out the clock not leaving time for cross-examination to begin that afternoon and so they were hoping that basically the jurors would go home go home over the weekend and be like seems like sure an interesting guy. It's a strategy <clears throat> if you got nothing else. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Then on Monday, yesterday, the the def- uh, the prosecution finally got to ask him questions, and you got a lot more of the more interesting things. One of them was them talking about his hair. Uh, and the the funny thing is, he they, they repeatedly would ask him about stuff, and he would say, "I don't recall that. Mm-hmm. I don't know." Or some variation of that. And then they would basically show proof of him either saying that thing or a close association. Right. A big, a big thing was him, for one thing, talking about how when he got trotted in front of Congress, I believe last year, he spoke highly about the need for regulation, the need for all sorts of uh, fail safes and things like that to make, to bring crypto and crypto trading more into the legitimate uh into the fold so to speak but then behind closed doors he was saying things like fuck regulators in india which she made him read out loud to the court which right. is <laughs> really yeah. great fuck regulators in a private conversation with a reporter and he had some conversations where he would uh refer to some customers as quote dumb motherfuckers and she asked him about that, and he said, well, it was only a specific subset of customers. And to be fair, I think I know who he's talking about. He's probably talking about- Me the, and you. Us. The, the type of us types. No, seriously. Yeah, no, the, no, 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 no. The small players who are over-leveraged and immediately cook their accounts. The loser and consumer. Get, the loser consumer. <laughs> we love the loser consumer. Basically, their exact target demographic. The loser consumer watching MLB and looking at the FTX on the-, on the Going to a Miami Heat game and going, you know what? I got a thousand bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. I'll buy some Solana. 
Oh, boy. What was entertaining to me is how much he was blaming others. So including and especially his ex-girlfriend, Catherine Ellison, Caroline Ellison, he was saying that uh, he instructed her. He instructed her to get short, like get shorter on, on Bitcoin and whatnot because the price had been dropping to hedge herself. He was instructing her to uh, have um, risk parameters of which she famously had none. So he's basically throwing her under the bus. Then he, in regards to the uh, the negative balance code that was implemented, he said it was to patch a bug in FTX's risk management system. And he blamed Gary Wong. Wang or Wong? Wang. They say Wong, but it's spelled Wang. And yeah. It confuses the Blamed Gary Wang and Nishad Singh for that. He said that he supervised them, but he left them to make their own decisions. Um, and then they also got him for deleting chat logs. Because that on its face looks really bad, but he insists, the defense insists, that uh, that was just something that he picked up as a habit at Jane Street, the um, the quant fund. Yeah, that him and Caroline Ellison met at, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're, <clears throat> so this was just happening all day. They were, they were finding, uh, they were asking him things that he said he didn't remember and then hitting him with the proof. So yeah, with Ellison asked if he directed trades at Alameda after stepping down as CEO, he said no, but he did direct company to hedge. Government came prepared with signal chats of him suggesting specific trades. Oh boy. SBF objected that he was directing any trades, even though it was clear Ellison was acting at his direction in the chat they brought up. Um, yeah, several past statements to journalists, tweets, and a Twitter Spaces interview have been brought into evidence to show his public statements. He will often say he doesn't recall saying something, only for an exhibit to be shown where he says that thing. Um, Wasn't there discovery done by defense where they would have to know that these things were going to be brought up? Yeah, well, that's the thing. They didn't. They, he made their job so difficult by... You know, when this was all happening a year ago, we were all going, why won't he shut the fuck up? Why won't he stop doing Twitter spaces? Why won't he fucking stop doing interviews? He was high, dude. Truly. He was I mean, truly high. The the thing with the hair is so funny. So like Sassoon, the prosecutor, asked him if his hairstyle was because he thought it was beneficial that people thought he was crazy, which he seemed, you know, annoyed at the question. And he said no. And then he showed... And then she showed the jury a New York Times article that had one of SPF's colleagues recalling that SPF said, quote, I think it's important for people to think I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, well, because part of the at first they they talk about or he talks about how uh, he didn't want to be the face of FTX. But inevitably, the more press he was getting and the more he like, I remember he was uh, on one of those Nas Daily videos where the guy goes, this guy is famous. He's a billionaire. And he, lo he, but you wouldn't expect that because he still drives a Honda Civic. And that was his whole thing is, hey, I wear baggy pants and clothes and I have crazy hair and I still drive a Civic despite being a billionaire. And that was, I think, part of what became the allure is that it is this altruistic company led by this altruist, altruistic uh, billionaire eccentric and yeah which we all fucking took the bait for it was yeah. all so ridiculous like th that's the thing they point out the effect of altruism which was all such bullshit he needed all this money because for all the things he wanted to accomplish in the world like he needed an infinite amount of money and yeah he drives a honda Civ civic meanwhile he spent 15 million dollars on private planes sometimes to send amazon packages to the bahamas that rocks and, i mean man can and, you imagine at one point she asked him if he took a private plane to the Super Bowl, he says he doesn't recall. And she says, How do you not remember well, that? Well, that's it. He fucking does. And so she said, is that because you fly on planes that often? And everyone laughed. And it's just like, uh, I don't know how you think that's going to like endear you to anyone or help you by being like, the jury is going to hate you when you're like, I actually can't remember if I flew to private, the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl. Yeah. That puts you way, way head and shoulders above everyone on a on a on a pedestal of uh, of money. Um, my favorite part was when he told Caroline Ellison to repay Alameda letters lenders. He said that he didn't know the funds would involve FTX money. When like, of course he fucking knew. He knew. I mean, my favorite part is all of this stuff, honestly, because yeah, he's just fumbling left and right. And as of now, the the closing statements were made today. I think. Uh, no, I believe they will be this week and, um, the, yeah, this will be the last That's week. That's a of the fast trial, right? I don't know yeah. why. I think OJ, the OJ trial 
Well, there's going to be, it's also going to be a lot longer, but there's going to be other, um, cause this is not going to be pertaining to the election stuff. And, uh, oh, there's going to be multiple yeah, yeah. trials. Great. Um, so this one is just for what, whether or not he did. This is for criminal- all the fraud. Got it. And yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. It's, it's crazy. I, I'm so curious what's going to happen. Uh, but can you play the, can you yeah. play the clip of, so this is what just hit. No, thanks. The, um, this was the interview that everyone that went viral like a year ago, but which, which clip specific is just this that just one, one clip? Here it says that the digital assets may not be loaned to FTX trading. They can't be loaned out. I, there existed a borrow lending facility on FTX. And, and I think that's probably covered, I, I don't remember exactly where, but somewhere else in the terms of service. So he was saying that in the terms of service, it, it explicitly states that your funds may be used to, to be lent elsewhere. Right, so they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But she says that watching, the, uh, watching his testimony live, there was a lot of that. And I'm like, of him I, taking a moment so, to kind of, yeah, so desperate for, I would do anything to see the fucking testimony. Ugh, Just like, I can't, it's too hard for me to watch because he's such a, he's such an impotent nerd, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, I, I can't watch, even though he's like wrong, I, I, I just can't, it's too, it's cringy <clears throat> for me. And apparently, uh, Judge Kaplan at one point just said, the defendant certainly has an interesting way of answering questions. Oh boy, ah, oh, Babu, yeah. He's also. Did you see the 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 photo of the Chad version of him, the the courtroom drawing of him? Yeah. Well, apparently he looks way better because he got a he, he got, got a haircut. Yeah. Finally got a haircut. He didn't need people to think he was crazy anymore. Oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. I I I can't I can't deal with the mouth sounds. Um, yeah, it says the water bottle with which he was supplied was one of those thin plastic Poland spring bottles, which audibly snapped and crinkled into the microphone as he clutched it to take drinks of water, sometimes mid-sentence. He did this so often that I noticed he'd been provided a second bottle the following day. Ugh. Yeah, Probably, a, I mean, when you're on Adderall and you're just down oh, in water, dude. you got to pee so <laughs> often. I'd be sitting there just having to pee. And just nervous energy. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissing the whole time. But yeah, there was a ton of awkward interactions uh this one people keep talking about um where he where they ask about the spending of the ftx customer fund so at another point the prosecutor had backed him into a corner around alameda Research's spending of ftx customer funds so soon so is it your understanding that under the under the payment agent agreement alameda was permitted to spend ftx customer deposits bankman fried says i wouldn't phrase it that way but i think that the answer to the question i understand you to be trying to ask is yes after pulling the agreement up in front of him, Sassoon instructed him to point out which line in the agreement he believed permitted such behavior. After pausing for a moment or so to search the document for something he could offer in reply, he finally broke the excruciating silence with the funniest thing he could have possibly said at that moment. So I should preface this by saying... I'm wait, not... wait, so this is, this is SBF yeah. saying, so I should preface this by saying what? So I should preface this by saying I'm not a lawyer. His response ultimately took up an entire page of the transcript published after the fact. Once he was finally finished speaking, Sassoon simply repeated the question. His lawyer objected, arguing the topic had already been covered. Judge Kaplan overruled the objection, objection, agreeing with Sassoon that at no point in his long-winded reply had he actually addressed the question that had been posed, posed to him. Okay, so holy shit. There was a lot there. So basically the prosecution said... She asks him like point blank... Where in the agreement does it say that, that Alameda... You are permitted to do this yes. with the customer funds. And he takes a long gander at the agreement and, and then gives he says, a page long... I think that the answer to the question I understand you to be trying to ask is yes, we are allowed to do that. Jesus. I love that after he just rambled and rambled, the prosecutor just asked the question again. Right. Where, like, answer oh, the man. question I'm, tra- I'm trying She's to ask young you. young too, right? The prosecutor? <clears throat> yeah, I will say, we're talking about these... These people, uh, the judge and the prosecutor, as if they're old. No. <laughs> as if what? Sorry. As if they're like the good guys in this. Like uh, I will say, Judge Kaplan is a piece of shit, and like really? I'm pretty sure he was involved in the um, Steve Donzinger case, which like we're not going to get into. But uh, and then I don't know a bunch about Danielle Sassoon. I'm pretty sure she was like a law clerk for. Antonin Scalia. That's right. She attributes her 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 skill set to working for Antonin Scalia. Yeah, and is a Heritage Foundation affiliated lawyer. So, 
it's all very f- and i mean that does that has nothing to do with her capability as an attorney she seems to be very oh. adept at making spf squirm and it's very yeah. funny but i mean um, to be fair I, i'm sure anybody uh, you know a wet paper bag could make spf squirm i mean he's she, he he's given them so much material and it seems like she's prepared by watching yeah. all of his interviews she's giving <laughs> he's giving her so much material and he's giving nerd exactly cunt nerd he's giving cunt nerd yeah he is giving cunt nerd he's serving it up on a platter and she's just lapping it up I just love Judge Kaplan overruled the objection, agreeing with Sassoon that at no point in his long-winded reply that had he actually addressed the question that it's had very been posted. Bill, Billy Madison. Fully. It's, yeah, yeah. It, when I was reading it, I was like, this is the, and we are all dumber for having yeah. to listen to it. It's really beautiful. Hip-hop football rules. <laughs> so, hmm. so we're, we're, I guess we're all eagerly awaiting. I, I think that the jury's yeah, absolutely going to find him guilty. We're all eagerly awaiting it the conclusion like, of this insane trial. Basically, it sounds to me like he kind he knew that what he was doing was wrong, but he was hoping that he'd be able to buy himself enough time to fix what right. was broken and continue going on as legitimate business. Right. And then when he got caught, he just kind of was pleaded this sort of vague ignorance about well it's open to interpretation the way that the the terms of service are structured and blah 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 and also these people who i entrusted to do things right you know took it upon themselves to do wrong things too even though my instructions to them were to do a certain thing they kind of took the initiative and broke the law themselves i mean i'm also very curious what's going to happen with all these other these underlings who made a deal, Caroline Ellison, Gary Wong, yeah. uh, Nishad Singh, mm. all these people going, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. And I figured if I left, that would make it worse. They need my help. Nishad Singh sounds like a tennis player, doesn't he? Sounds like a tennis player or a golf player. I think I'm thinking of Vijay Singh, who's a golf player. That I think he solved it on that one. Yeah, I think we solved that. Well, that about... Does it there? Let's uh, let's switch gears, huh? This can you can you switch gears? Getting... Oh, you got to hit the clutch, man. Yeah, For the audio sticky. listener, the he's just ruining the fucking transmission here. It's not me. It's the clutch is Jesus sticky as Christ. hell. Well, Stellantis, the 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 the, comp- the, the car Good? company formerly known as Chrysler, Stellantis, and Ford have reached tentative deals with GM as well. GM as well. Good. They motors. were the last holdout. They were the last holdout with the, with the UAW. Um, it's also General Motors. Yeah, I know. What did I say? Good Motors. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. Do you know what uh, Fiat stands for? Hmm. Is it? Is this a? Is this a trick question? Mm-mm. French. Is that right? No, it's an Italian brand. Okay, Fiat. But what is it? Uh, d- so it's an acronym. F A I T. Let me fucking do the punchline. Oh man. Okay. What does Fiat stand for? Fix it again, Tony. Okay. <laughs> Tony like an Italian guy? Yeah. That's a Okay. Let us I know mean, in the comments yeah, how you yeah, feel, how about, you that feel about that joke. Um <laughs> The jury's out on that one. I think that yeah. Uh I I uh, that reminds me of the whole GM Chevy Ford. Well, right, there's a lot Chevy of Chevy is a GM fix brand. fix or repair daily. Yeah. I never know which one's the good one. I just like I think Toyota rules them all. Because one one car to one. rule them all. Yeah, but Toyota's just truly... Previously, you would have been like, Volvo's the best car. No, no, no. I don't. I, <laughs> I think old Volvos are good, but even then, now they're... I like them because they're simple to fix and parts are readily available, but that's kind of changing. Toyotas are, are famously one of the best brands. And Honda. Basically, and any Japanese... It's Japanese, man. They know what they're doing. They can commit an atrocity and they can... Uh, a war atrocity and they can build a car. And they know how to cook a fish. Or not and sometimes not cook the fish. Yeah. By the way, last night I got some DoorDash. Fucking the, the, the person left the thing. Some guy's just screaming, talk about the UAW. We will. We'll get to it. <laughs> Chill out. They left my sushi outside my gate on the sidewalk, and it got stolen within two minutes. Good. Not good. Why? I'm hungry. Some, that means some guy got fed. I was playing Scrabble, and I got hungry. And I couldn't. I played for three hours last night, man. Isn't that insane? Scrabble? I felt like I was high on Adderall again. I felt like a, the old college I get really day. pissed because... Because you suck at it? Just if you didn't like grow up playing, it's just impossible. 
You got to learn that your two-letter combination. Truly, I just yeah, played, yeah. and I was like, "This is stupid." You, 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 I don't know these fucking words, and I'm like challenging it because they put en or whatever, and, and I'm going n. That's not a fucking word. And then we look up in the Scrabble dictionary, and it's like the phonetic spelling of the letter n. And I'm like, "What? Yeah, what are you fucking talking about?" Yeah, well, that's uh, sounds like a you problem, dude. You got to study up on those two-letter words. That's ridiculous. That's Careful not- who you challenge. I'm doing, make a new Scrabble where whoever puts the coolest words on. Yeah. All right. Well, so anyway, <laughs> UAW, they reached, they reached an end to this uh, six-week-long strike. It still is pending yep, the members ratification. Have to, the members have to vote on it. Yeah, the members have to vote on it. But let's see. We've got some highlights here. So with Stellantis, the UAW, is, uh, they've saved 5,000 jobs, and they got a commitment to – so 5,000 jobs were going to get canned. But so now those five jobs are getting saved, and Stellantis is getting giving a commitment to add five thousand more jobs by April twenty eighth by building a mid sized truck at a recently closed factory in Belvedere, Illinois, and adding a thousand new jobs at a battery plant there as well. There are more details that aren't uh, fully known. Right, yet, the whole but, thing is not public, yeah. but there are some there are some huge. Uh... Wins here. They right? got an immediate eleven percent raise and additional raises totaling twenty five percent in four and a half years, which includes right. So over the life, like twenty five percent over four and a half years, as well as cost of living adjustments, which is huge. So with the cost of living adjustments, the top wage is estimated to rise over forty two dollars an hour by twenty twenty eight. Good for them. It also eliminates the despised two tiered wage scale for newer hires, provides permanent jobs for temp workers, and boosts retirement income, including four hundred one k contributions. Um, <clears throat> provides a path for workers at electric vehicle battery plants to earn the same high wages under the national bargain agreement that other UAW members earn. So that was a big one too. They were trying to, um, trying to like silo people at their new battery plants. Like, oh well, this is a whole different thing. They, mm. They're not going to fall under this agreement. And they they were like, nope, those are still going to be a part of it. Um, they won they, the right to strike if another plant closes, yes. which was a previous, uh, there was a previous no strike clause that if a plant closes, they can't strike, but now they can. Uh, but yeah, I mean, pretty huge. The top UAW wage would, would rise to over $40 over the life of the new contracts from $32 an hour. That would allow employees working 40 hours a week to earn about $84,000 a year. What was interesting to me is that the cost of living adjustment, uh, also known as the COLA, which I like. You like that, huh? I like that. As COLA, a COLA, I love a good yourself? acronym. I love it. COLA. Love cola, love diet coke. When it was uh, it was given up, the cost of living adjustment was given up in the contract when Chrysler was in dire straits in two thousand nine. Yes, because <clears throat> they were on the brink of bankruptcy. But now, obviously, since these car companies are posting insane profits, they were able to negotiate to bring that back in. And whoa, spooky! Got the mail guys just scaring the shit out of me, dropping the mail in the box for the audio listener. Oh my god, I just peed a little bit. I didn't really. But also, <laughs> so they they also got promises of new products for these two other plants that were facing a possible closure in Michigan and Ohio. Um, they were an engine plant and a machining plant that makes parts for transmissions. And the reason that they were going to be closed is why? Electric vehicles. Electric vehicles. And the electric vehicles, man, those are... Uh, well, real fast, before we get into that. Well, yeah, I don't want to jump there that quickly. So as you're talking about the 2009 thing, like, the, so a lot of people are framing this as, uh, you know, the United Auto Workers, like, bullied the, which, and even if that's the case, fucking good. The, the Sean Fain, the, this whole thing has been so great to watch. Um, Ford, it seemed like, was always going to be the first one to go. They have a better relationship with the UAW and... um and then Stellantis followed and GM was a bit of a holdout. And so they were basically like, okay, fuck it. And they hit, they struck another, um, another plant and they were like, okay, Jesus Christ, this is yeah. fucking Cause they're hurting. losing, they're hemorrhaging money with these strikes. Yeah. So much money. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find the, how much it cost them. I believe it was one. Uh, I saw 600 million getting tossed around. I saw a hundred million getting tossed around. It just depends on which plant you're talking about and which company. But it's in the tens, if not hundreds of millions. Right. It's it's crazy. Um, but but yeah. So the way they talk about this can be very frustrating when they 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 frame this in the in you know what, well, what's this going to mean for the car makers, which is so odd. There's a big um, New York Times article about it, and so they said 
you know, GM and United, the UAW reached a deal that mirrored agreements the <clears throat> the union had reached in recent days with Ford. Uh, the strike stretched longer than the White House officials would have liked. Who gives a f- The White House can suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> he said it. You can just suck <laughs> I mean, me uh, off. I don't know if you can suck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the White House officials would have liked. Um, and they, like, quote Carl Brower from ICCars.com. The near-term impact of the strike will be mel- relatively minor, but Mr. Brower warned that in the long term, Ford, GM, and Stellantis would have have to raise car prices to maintain their profits. Their competitors will follow suit to take advantage of the opportunity to earn more money. This is going to make cars more expensive. And I I don't think that's true. That's uh, That might be true for electric vehicles, but not for internal combustion engine vehicles. But it's tricky because they're getting more and more pressure from the government to move entirely to electric vehicles per the government mandates. Yeah, but they also said they could absorb these um they could absorb these costs elsewhere and they don't have to raise the prices. Right. It's very reminiscent of like the whole inflation debate where what it really came down to was a lot of companies raising prices cuz they could and yep. then, you know, just trotting out the trotting out fucking Jay Powell to be like the consumer needs to stop spending so goddamn much. You're, yeah. Ru- yeah. you're ruining everything. Um but yeah, they talk, they also talk about how uh, this is going to affect other things. So Mr. Fain has portrayed the tentative agreements as a signal for the union to begin organizing drives at Tesla, which dominates the fast-growing right. electric car business, and foreign-owned companies like Toyota, Honda, and BMW that have large non-union operations in the United States. The union will organize like we've never organized before, Mr. Fain said Sunday. They're they're getting they're they're high on their own power. And they're high and they're... They should be fucking high. I mean, they're showing them like, look, we'll be able to hit you where it hurts if you don't want to, if you right. don't want to comply with this stuff. And they said companies without unions can expect the UAW to deploy the same hardball talk tactics that Mr. Fain used against Ford, GM, and Stellantis, including rhetorical attacks on multi-million dollar executive pay and hourly wages that have failed to keep pace with high inflation. If they successfully get Tesla unionized, yeah, man, is that going to fuck Tesla so hard? Because yeah. they're already... I mean, with, with the Cybertruck already admittedly not going to be profitable for the next couple of years, at least, them going uh, them going nut-nut. I hope it makes Elon's head explode or his dick explode. I'm sure he's a little bit nervous. And that's, you know, they also point out that, like, even if, <clears throat> even if their next efforts are unsuccessful, right, even, even if they're not able to unionize these places or, 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 or strike for better pay, it could lead to just preemptive pay raises for employees because people are like, okay, let's try to make these people happy. Yeah. So we don't have a, uh, yeah. UAW situation on our hands. Yeah. Maybe you give someone a little bit of a raise and it might even be less than what they would demand if they struck, striked, strike or struck, striked, struck, strike, Fuck. struck. Should we talk about the EVs? Sure. So we got Ford saying that they're going to postpone. Basically EVs are proving to be not as successful in terms of customer demand, as previously thought, uh, Ford is saying that they're going to postpone about $12 billion in electric vehicle investment as buyers become more cautious. They're learning that uh, people are willing are less willing to pay for EVs because they're way the fuck more expensive. They lost about $3.1 billion so far just this year on EVs, and they're not alone. They are... Everybody's losing money. GM... Um, Stellantis, they're all they're all losing money, and they're all saying that they are still going to invest in electric vehicle productions. It's just they're going to slow down. They're going to pull back a little bit. Right. That's the that's the main thing. They're like emphasizing we're not cutting back. We're reassessing the pace at which we're doing. Right. Right. Um, so this is CFO John Lawler. We're not moving away from our second generation EV products. We are though looking at the pace of capacity that we're putting in place. We're going to push out some of that investment. And there were a couple interesting things just this week. Um, again, just dogpiling on Tesla. You had Panasonic, who is the battery maker. They cut their domestic battery production, and they cited specifically Tesla demand weakness. Then you also had ON. I think it's ON or ON. Oh, the running shoe company. No, good, good guess. But no, semiconductors. They just reported a guidance miss. So basically, whenever a company reports their earnings, they also guide for the next quarter. And they issued guidance lower than previously expected. And uh, so what they do is they sell silicon carbide chips, silicon carbide chips to electric vehicle makers 
uh, of whom have over 50% You're share. You're telling me a silicon carbide this chip? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. If, that's really good, dude. that one was good. you tell me. That's really good. That Thank was you. really good. They sell silicon carbide chips to electric vehicle makers. Um, I believe they sell to four of the five top EV manufacturers, uh, most of whom are in China. Um, but they noted an increased risk to automotive demand due to high interest rates. So you got this, all these conf, uh, these uh, con- confluent events. Sure, you got Panasonic r- lowering their guidance due to lower demand. The the Ford is saying that they're that the prices are too high and that people aren't wanting it. And then ON Semiconductor reporting a miss and saying that hey, we're just seeing less demand. So it's all like. Hey, maybe the air's starting to come out of these uh, Tesla tires, so to speak. And I've been harping on it, but also real fast, there was a Trump administration economist, Steve Moore, who had some commentary to Fox Business. Um, so I take this with a grain of salt because he's from the Trump administration, so he's naturally going to be shitting on anything Libcock, clean energy. Libcock. But he said that the entire electric vehicle uh, experiment has been an utter failure, as we're starting to see. And that it's just been a bad idea. And he said he was speaking to dealers around the country who've told them that their lots are full of EVs, despite the government throwing money at people to buy them with subsidi- uh, subsidized things and uh, tax credits. Yeah, He's, but that's where I like... Oh, sorry, keep going. Well, I just... I He does say companies would best pursue hybrids, but the government is pushing for EVs. I personally would fuck with a hybrid more before I fuck with fully electric. I would love a hybrid, but they are also more expensive. More expensive than an EV? No, more expensive than a just oh, regular sure. standard yeah. internal combustion engine. How do you say it, by the way? Hybrid? What did I say? No, say it. Hybrid? Good. I, I people. Some people say hybrid. I was so nervous when you made me say it. I was like, please, I don't, I don't want any more ridicule on the internet. We both get ridicule. You know, we both, <laughs> we fuck, fuck. We both say shit wrong. You say silicon, silicon wrong. Okay. I say shit wrong all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> but the that's the thing i like i don't think it has as much to do with demand as like it's a pretty simple when you're going to buy a car and they're just like well do you want this way more expensive version that's electric and you're like yeah it looks sick it's fucking sleek and i plug it in my house and they're like great it's 10 grand more and you're like well that's a lot of fucking money that's a lot and then of they're like money. but at the end of the year when you do your taxes we'll give you 7500 bucks back and it's like well, I don't... But it's not everyone. Remember the Meet Kevin commercial where the RAV4 is not eligible for some dumb sure. fuck reason? Because it's not made here. Mm. Uh, yeah, because but, it's not American. But even if you're eligible for everything and you're going to get your $7,500 or whatever whatever credit you get, it's like how many people are like, oh, easy. I'll just wait for my $7,500. Who like The average consumer is not like, yeah, I don't need this. Most people are like, no, I do need this money. Right. But then there's also the people like me who live in an apartment where I don't have the outlet. I don't have the power capacity to set that up. Sure. Also, I love my fucking truck, man. Also, I don't I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to buy a brand new car. I, it still blows my mind how they sell millions of cars a year. So that many people are just, just cycling through cars. How do we not just have cars piled up everywhere? Honestly, you brought it up and I think about it all the time now. Right? It, how it, are there... How, are, <laughs> how do we not... How are we not just... I never thought about it before. And then when you said it, it's like every time I see one of those fucking trucks with all the cars on yeah. it, I'm like, who is... How? Yeah. It's like proof that we live in a simulation. Because if there's if each car company is selling millions of cars a year, there 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 should be... <laughs> they should just be piled up in a corner because there's so fucking many of them. Yeah, it drives me nuts. Who's... It nuts me drival, dude. It nuts me drival. Fuck. But yeah, I wanted the I wanted the Subaru. Uh, I wanted the hybrid, but it was way more expensive. How much more expensive? 10, it, was, it was probably about ten thousand more yeah. dollars. Yeah, which is crazy. I still get driven nuts by the. And your car has it, but there is an off switch for it. The, the turning off. When the you, turning off thing, where you stop and it turns off the engine, and then if you start to go, it turns it on. It, it's just I can't imagine that that's good for the spark plugs. If the spark no, plugs, no, it's fine. I've looked into it. Really? I believed you. Folks, I believed him. He looked at me. He winked at me, and I believed him. Typical, typical man. He's out here just worrying about spark plugs. I'm worried about spark plugs because you know you're you're they're rated for only so many starts 
before they start to wear out. I imagine they would have uh, accounted for that. Or it's just a ploy to get you to... Buy an electric vehicle. No. (laughs) No. So eventually the spark, you're going to have to buy more spark plugs. And they got to sell a million cars. Yeah. Millions of cars. Uh, I'm not going to Google. I'm, I, I can't be bothered to Google, like, how do we not run out of space for cars? Or, like, you know, along the lines of the chicken conversation we had weeks ago, how do we not run out of chickens? It's like cars the opposite all the way problem. Down. Cars all the way down. Mm. Well, speaking of cars, the crews just got banned. They they're got their, well, not banned. They got their driverless car permit suspended in California by the DMV, which rocks. It does rock, yeah. actually. Based, but, you know, San Francisco seems like a bit of a fucking nightmare. Really? No shit. What's just, been going well, on there? I mean, that's it's just like this, you know, this breeding ground for experiments run on its population. Yeah. Um, you know, this was from Market Watch. Just it's a case of technology of a technology company moving too fast and breaking things, which is every single one of them. Yeah. But this time, the detriment of the industry and. But this time, to the detriment of the industry and consumers, Cruz miscalculated by trying to roll out its technology before it was ready for prime time, especially in the highly regulated world of auto safety. And it sounds so scary. Earlier this week, the company got punished by the by the California DMV for failing to give complete video of an accident earlier this month involving both a human driver and a cruise vehicle that sent a pedestrian to the hospital with life-threatening injuries after the cruise car trapped her. A cruise spokesperson said the company gave the DMV and other regulators the full video and reached out proactively. Trapped her? Yeah. Pinned her somewhere? Yeah. Under her. Because it says... She was under it. What? She was under the car, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just and, and because move. So they used to do it with the... They used to have cruise vehicles all over the place and it would have uh, the human driver in. Yeah. Or not the human driver. The human... Fail safe. Right. Yeah. And they, and they said, you know, had the human been in there, it would have known that... A, Another human was stuck under the car. And they could move it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and then you see the, the, the traffic jam. You remember the traffic jam that was yeah. created where they're just all these dumb little dipshit cars just going, oh, I can't, I don't know where to go. And right. then the other one's going, I don't know either. It's just, fuck you. So this, this, the DMV specifically said, it cited uh, four reasons. The department uh, determines the manufacturer's vehicles are not safe for the public's operation. Uh, the manufacturer has represented misrepresented any information related to the safety of the autonomous technology of its vehicles. Ooh, that's a big one. And any act or omission of the manufacturer, uh, which the department finds makes the conduct of autonomous vehicle testing on public roads by the manufacturer an unreasonable risk to the public. Fully fucking, yeah, of course. It is an unreasonable risk. Like, that's that's kind of the conundrum I see the, these companies face because on paper, yeah, driverless vehicles in a utopian society that that be f- pie in the sky, man. But you can't make that happen. I don't, I just don't know. They're just so far. They're so far behind from where they say they are. But yeah. uh, I'm looking up. They the, love to lie. I'm I'm looking up the actual news story of the woman getting trapped under the car. It's like that Rihanna song. I love the way you lie. All these VC nerds looking at um, looking at Tesla and shit. They just they're hypnotized Rihanna style. San Francisco: A woman is seriously injured after being struck by a human driver that launched her in front of a cruise autonomous car in San Francisco Monday night. The robo taxi company said. Police. Oh, so so someone hit her and she, her body got tossed, yeah. and then a cruise ran. After her being over. struck by a human driver that launched her in front of a cruise autonomous car, I guess their um, I guess their practice runs didn't didn't. <laughs> account for that yeah what if a human body gets launched at your freaking car so police say at 9 31 p.m officers responded to fifth and market streets and discovered a female pedestrian trapped under a cruise vehicle san francisco fire department says they had to use the jaws of life to lift the car off the woman who was trapped underneath what was jaws, it? jaws of life would be a great doing name a real for austin powers i fell over and over jesus Jaws of Life would be a great name for a dentist office. No, actually, no. it wouldn't. I don't think so. Can I take that back? We can cut that. Don't cut that. Well, but yeah, there's not. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Like, it how sounds she like s- she got hit and like got tossed under, and the stupid cruise car probably was like. Okay, uh, the, the impact uh, of the crash was so severe, the victim was thrown into the way of the cruise vehicle before she was run over. Jesus Christ! Right. 
Cruise and, officials said their vehicle operated as designed and started braking moments before impact. We ran that woman over just as we designed it yeah, to. Yeah, but then the the vehicle was probably instructed to like, okay, you've been in an accident. Stop. Stop. Lower onto the woman. Trap her. That's, uh, But that is something that now the nerds have to account for. Well, pedestrians can get stuck under the car, and normally you'd have to like, I don't know, would you move it? I don't fucking know. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. They should put springs under it. Make it kangaroo style. It could just bounce off. It could just launch itself off and splat onto another person. The way they talk about this, too, it's like, yeah, it's obviously not ready. Part of the part of the doing an automated driving system is the de- detection. Having to use the sensors to detect what's around you, predicting what's all the other road users are going to do in the next several seconds, which is basically impossible. Engineers try to plan for every possible scenario, even ones that involve collisions with pedestrians. There's literally an infinite number of potential scenarios that could occur. This is certainly one of those. Yeah. All right. What's the name of that company that operates here in LA where you see them all is the time? Is it Waymo? Now? Waymo, yeah. I believe that's Google's. Yeah, that's Google. Yeah. They're they're uh, I, I'm curious. I'd like to ride in one. Do they have a human? I want to sabotage it and then sue them. <laughs> I'm gonna let's seriously. We should create. We should brainstorm and think of a scenario that the engineers have not yet thought of. So oh, that I've we got can one. Then, um, you let a car hit you and launch you in front of the driverless car. No, 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 no. That's already been done. See, that's already been done. Oh, we now already they know that that's for been that. Done. Let's. Uh, what if I? What if I were to um, have some kind of um, medical emergency? But since there's no human to communicate that I need to go to the hospital, I piss and shit myself. <laughs> or something and i go like i've suffered pain and suffering i've I've got this pain and suffering i can't wait till uh you just get stuck with a cleaning bill from waymo or or i roll down the window and i stick my head out because i'm i'm going dog mode and i'm like oh i'm having so much fun there's no human driver to tell me that that's not i'm gonna and plead, you get your head knocked off i'm gonna plead ignorance board. sbf style and go i didn't know that i wasn't and then i bonk my head and i get hurt i don't want to lose my head brother you probably would then i'd be dead remember that woman on a bachelorette party Oh, I'm I'm thinking of the movie Sips, September Mids, 11th, <laughs> Midsummer. No, the other one by that guy, that freak. Hereditary. Hereditary, yeah, yeah. Man, oh man. No, the bachelorette party, she's sticking her head out the limousine window. Yeah. Australian? Screaming, was having the time of her life. It's always an Australian. I don't was know it? if it was. Mm. Head knocked clean off by a bridge. Damn, dude. By a Brit? A British person? Oh, a bridge, a bridge. Got it. Got a British it. person. A British. <laughs> British. <laughs> British Jones's diary. <laughs> no, no, I can't go there. No, don't worry. We're not going there. Why can't you go there? Because it's just too much. <laughs> British Jones's diary? British Jones's diarrhea. No, but really, though, we should think of something where we can we, we can get ourselves in um in a situation where Google is there then liable. So there's there's there is a situation maybe uh, maybe to... maybe i put on my seatbelt wrong because i actually don't know how to put on a seatbelt and if there were a human driver there to help me i wouldn't have you know cut off the circulation to my neck or whatever body part. the problem is know. to really get a lot of money you got to really get hurt that's true that's true what if i try to get out of the car while it's moving straight up plain and simple how hard oh i there? thought that the car was stopped i have a friend the driver didn't tell me there's no driver there should be a voice that says, car is stopped. Get out. I have a friend. Really? Why don't you brag about it? I just did. He was in the car with his father. Hmm. A truck jackknifed, sliding towards them. Obviously, his you know, reaction is to brace yourself, mm-hmm. put his hands up like this, and he was mostly fine, but his arm got all fucked up here. His dad or him? His dad was fine. His dad ducked. Ducked, smart. But, yeah, so his right arm is now... A truck. Yeah, it's a bit of a Spider-Man situation. (laughs) When you get injured by a truck, you turn into a truck. When he goes like this to shoot his web, it's just a horn sound. It just honks. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, But, like, a lot of the muscles and nerves are just kind of gone. But, huge payout. Yeah, I and bet. it kind of just—you always go, God, would I trade my right arm for 
Yeah. Tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. That's what, that's what I think whenever I'm on my scooter and I, I, well, not whenever I'm on it, but you know, you, you hear the sweet James, who's an accident attorney here in Los Angeles. Um, Oh, I got, I, I was in a motorcycle accident and sweet James got me $5 million. I'm like, all right, but what did that really cost you? Like your dick or your knee or something? Right. Exactly. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd, I'd want to be a pioneer though, for sure. Like a footnote in Wikipedia history, like the woman, the McDonald's lady who spilled hot coffee, who got a really bad rap by the public. She did, yeah. She, it was like, oh, you stupid bitch. Oh, yeah. Didn't you know that uh, coffee's hot? And like, no, it, it was truly way too hot. She scalded right. herself. <laughs> like, There's a difference between going, ooh, I burned myself and spilling it and, and, Getting, giving yourself right. third degree burns and having nerve damage. And they were able to come to the conclusion that uh, McDonald's was keeping the coffee at such an unreasonably hot temperature. Yeah. It's like that they were like, this liquid should never be this hot. Yeah, it doesn't need to be that Just hot. molten lava Just they're putting in styrofoam cups. Certain hotels and shit, you go and you turn on the hot water and it's like, what are you trying to do? What germ do you think needs to be killed it's there's no way you you should be running your water heaters this high, folks. I have a theory that my landlord's doing something to my water heater. Really? Why? We had a bit of a contentious thing with the water heater. It's a whole thing. He was pissed he had to replace it, but uh, now it's, all of a sudden, anytime someone is here to do something, mm-hmm. I go to take a shower and it's so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the thing that's turned up. I'm like, who's doing this? Mm-hmm. Interesting. You look at the thing. You mean you look at the water heater? The water heater. I see what the temperature's at. Oh man. Mm trying to burn my skin off maybe you should be maybe you should think about that before you (laughs) you should think about that man well i guess that uh probably just about does it folks uh again a reminder subscribe and watch us and all that shit (laughs) and patreon.com slash paypigs pod because we're going to be going nut nut in that also remember to comment on um I can't remember all of them there, but there was a few jokes we're gonna need to know. If, yeah, we're gonna need to know if you guys liked them or not. All you need to know: KNX ten seventy News Radio. Thank you, Dylan. Okay, we'll see you in the bonus. See you in the bonus.